Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. bike from a young black man and said that uh, 
and said he that she had paid for the two-wheeler, the lawyer claims, and, and he didn't or something to that effect. Now, the lawyer who was uh, representing the uh, six-month pregnant Bellevue Hospital employee is now viral video on the incident, okay? Now, claiming that uh, she was wheeling the bike away from the dock when the group when the group pushed back in and, and started filming. Now, the boy already had the, 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 the bike in his name, but she wanted this bike, you know, because like I said, it was a newer model, and it was the only one left like that, so she overpowered him. They got into the whole thing, so she started crying, and people came over to help her, and people obviously took her side, you know, and um, it was it was just a big mess, big mess. Now they're going to court and everything. But what she did, she started a GoFundMe account saying that she need help so people won't accuse her of being a Karen. And white folks white folks gave this woman so far $150,000 in her GoFundMe account for, for legal defenses. She says she wants to save her reputation, not get fired from the hospital, and not be considered being a Karen. What the hell do you think else you are? <laughs> They determined that the boy had receipts for the bike and everything. He already had the bike. You put your phone on there and, and stole the QR code and snatched the bike right from him. And then when he started pulling back to get the bike back, she started crying, saying, I'm pregnant, leave me alone, he's harassing me. It was just crazy. Crazy, wow. crazy, crazy. So you'll hear about it eventually because it just it just really happened, but uh Another case of Karen, you know, and they got video of it and everything, so you'll see what happens. It's it's pretty crazy. So what do you think about that? Who, me? Yeah, what do you think about that? It sounds like another Karen situation. Now, I, I don't know how those companies work, but how could both people have reserved the same bike? I thought I thought they had some kind of, you know, precautions in place so that once you rent it that's your bike so how's she gonna come out there talking about she has receipts he's got receipts and they arguing over the bike i it just sounds to me like another case of white privilege that she decided i want this one and i'm pregnant and i'm you know you need to just give it up I, it sounds like white privilege to me what you think of <laughs> oh boy, here we go, here we go. I feel like Papa Didi here. Uh, I'm not a type of person that cuss, but I might start cussing today because this this shiggity just doesn't make any sense. Um, it just felt like we're we're starting to become obsolete. You know, um, sometimes when I'm certain places, um, people don't even know that I exist. And because these things here are going on with these so-called Karens, it's like, okay, black folks, y'all don't exist. You know, and, and that's sad to say. Like, she knew the guy was there first, but now all of a sudden, I don't know, you, you just going to start a commotion? I mean, is it is it because you wanted to bike and you think you're privileged to get it? Or because um, you start crying wolf, people gonna come running and give you money. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm starting to think these people are really doing these things for a reason to get money and sympathy. Maybe something's going on in your life that you're not getting enough attention. 
So Maybe. so now you cry you crying wolf, you know. Um who are you? You know. But like I said, yeah. just feel like we don't exist anymore in the world. You know, and that's that that just that just messes me up. But, you know, if we start making noise then oh, we're angry black people and this and that. Um, no. We're coming back at you because you have treated us like shit. So Miss Karen, I, I I don't even feel for you. I don't feel sorry for you. <laughs> you gonna get what's due what's coming due to you. That's how I feel. I'm trying to understand the GoFundMe part. Yeah. It's one thing for you to try to get sympathy and you know, you're concerned about your so called reputation. But how do you have the audacity to say, Oh, well now I have to get a lawyer to defend my reputation mm-hmm. so I'ma raise money and these brain dead people who gonna support that kind of cause? Yeah. I mean, well, heck, let me get out here and get into a tussle and start a GoFundMe. See if I can get $150,000. But it just goes to show you, too. ridiculous. It goes to show you, too, when people say, for them to do that and give her $150,000, it goes to show you what people were saying, and you you got the right to say, damn right I did, when somebody says to you, oh, you just voted for Barack Obama because he was black. Mm. Hell yeah, I did. Because you just gave this woman... Money on her go go fund me account just because she was white. Mm-hmm. You didn't think about the, the situation. You just gave money. All of y'all just gave money, gave money, gave money, gave money. And then she said she gave it so she won't be, she won't she won't lose her job and be listed as a Karen. Well, you don't want to use the word Karen. Yeah. On your own situation, you know. And in case she didn't know, there is no registry of Karens. So I don't yeah. know what she means about I don't want to be labeled as a Karen. Nobody's keeping a book of all the Karens. Well, <laughs> so, like, what are you talking about? Well, you know what, Kettle? It's funny you said that because I've been saying that really about about black men for years. I I just felt that black men are just so invisible. I mean, we could be we could be six feet five, staying in line at a hotel, to be next in line somewhere in the parking lot or anywhere. And people will, people get in front of you like it's no big deal. Oh. Like it's no big deal. And I'm like, wow, didn't you see me standing here? Or what? You know, and they and they dare us to be aggressive, like you said, because now we're the angry black man and all this and all that. But I think the sum of all of it is like I always say, we got to stop patronizing them motherfuckers. We really do. And when I say patronize, I'm not talking about buying stuff and all that. I mean, just it just seems like we're, you know, sometimes black folks are such good-natured people that we just have such mannerism and, and and just attention to detail and we say all the right things to people. We lead off with sir or ma'am, thank you, please. And that stuff gets thrown back in our face when it comes to some people out there, some white folks, and especially them damn Asians. Gosh, no disrespect to the Asian persuasion, but damn, you can't be nice to them motherfuckers. Man, you go buy something from the Chinese store, you complain about something, they want to bite your damn head off. What you mean? I give you the joint. You got your And you be like, all right, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, I'm out. You know? You don't, you don't even hear that bullshit. It's like, damn, what the fuck? 
So even with the Karens now, the same thing. They they jump in your business for something. Then all of a sudden, when you react, now please, please come here, black man. I'm pregnant. He pushed me. Yada yada yada. It's, you can't win. Well, I feel like she should not be allowed to raise money for this bull crap. But I guess on GoFundMe, you can do what you want to a degree. All right. Yeah, well. Hmm. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Keep following that New York story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it just recently happened, Pop? Yeah. Over the last okay. few days. The, um, what, what's the lady's name? I mean, we put it on the kids' list. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, they give her a name? We'll just call her Karen. <laughs> Bike stealing Karen. <laughs> So, okay. I don't know what her name is. If you find it, you can shout her out. But I'm I'm gonna okay. write down the bike stealing Karen. Yeah. So anyway, well, if right, anybody, well, I, I was gonna say if anybody listening tonight out there tonight, hit us up nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six and push one to join in the conversation. Uh, we would like to hear some good feedback tonight. So yeah. Or if you know that Karen's name, let us know. Holla. <laughs> yeah. All right. Kettle, let's go with the rundown. You ready? All right. I'm ready, ready, ready. All, All right. right. Fire it up. Okay. All right. In focus tonight. We've got some doozies tonight besides the one we just started with. FBI offers a $250,000 reward for a man killing his wife. It's going also, NAACP issued travel advisories for Florida. Now, that was interesting. Heard that on the radio. And Mississippi cops shoot 11-year-old boy in chest after he called down one more. Oh, boy. Uh, cocktail of the week. Um, I'm going to give you two of them tonight. Well, it's a long weekend. Also, what's popping with Papa Didi? Uh, weird news, of course. We have to lighten it up. Um, bear barges into Connecticut Bakery. Also, man steals back home for a 10-mile drive to Illinois Airport to catch flight. And man shot woman after accusing him of eating the last hot pocket. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine since when is slavery a game? Living for the city with Papa Diddy, my Hollywood wrap-up, the kiss it list, and the last word. So sit back, relax, it's your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back to then focus. Your finest cognac over a glass of ice and a short glass goes great with Papa DD's segment. Living for the City on Blog Talk Radio every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time or apajamaparty.com on a live stream. I want to talk to that Papa DD myself. I'm going to hit him up. It's on 914-803-4306. Once again, that's 914-803-4306. And you should too. All right, welcome back to John Party. My name is Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Bonsoir. All right, all right. Feel like Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. 
We're going to get right into the in focus. And uh, Kettle, coming to you first. What's your uh, <laughs> in focus tonight? Okay. FBI has put on the most wanted list, and you might have put him on the kitchen list as well, this crazy man here. Um, FBI has more than doubled the reward money in an effort to catch a Chicago man accused of killing his wife just hours after they got married more than a decade ago. They've been looking for this man since 2012. Wow. So investigators say his name is Arnaldo Jimenez. He's 41 now. He fatally stabbed his wife less than 24 hours after their wedding in 2012. His wife was 26 years old, was found dead in the bathtub of her home, still wearing the dress she wore to her wedding reception. The FBI announced on Thursday it was increasing its reward from 100000 to 250000 for any additional leading to an arrest and conviction of this crazy man. Um, he's on the uh, bureau's the 10 most wanted fugitives. Uh, it's believed that um, he may be um, he may have fled to um, Durango, Mexico. Um, hmm. So they married May 11th. Wow. Hmm. 2012, and then went to celebrate with family and friends. Burbank police and the FBI believe the newlyweds got into an argument, um, and the guy, Shemez um, Black uh, Maserati, as they were returning home in the early morning hours of May 12. Um, Carrera's family became concerned when she never showed up to pick up her children. Wow, two-year-old son and eight-year-old daughter. And uh, Carrera's body was discovered during a wellness check the next day. Oh, wow. And he was on, he was put on, this guy was put on the most, um, 10 most wanted appeared to list in 2019. Damn, it took a whole seven years for y'all to put him on the the 10 most wanted uh, fugitive list. He's been gone since 2012. Come on now. So, wow. So that's. What, 10 yeah, years I'm, ago? I'm blown away by that. So the kids are what, 12 and 20 now? Wow. It's crazy. Mm. I'm blown away too. Why did you get married? You know. Yeah. What was that about? That's an easy old question right there. But that must mm-hmm. have been a hell of an argument. I mean, on your wedding night, y'all arguing to the point where he decided, I'll kill her. And then he disappeared in the thin air? I know. No trace of nothing. Somebody knows he had a good twenty. Yeah, he had a good 24 hours to to go. We had to, you know, to go until they went looking for the next day. Wow. It's crazy. So, you know, sometimes it's hard when you run to other countries. It's hard to try to expedite you. But, I mean, come on now, people. (laughs) Mexico well, ain't that big. You Dang, said his name is crazy. what? Jimenez or something like that? Right, Jimenez. Bernardo Jimenez. G, I'm sorry, J-I-M-E-N-E-Z. He's so he's Latino. 41, so he's in his 20s. Mm-hmm, so he's in his 20s. Is his, his wife Latina as well? Uh, Estrella. I mean, 
Carrera. Yeah. Sounds like exactly. That. See, this, once again, sounds like some stuff of the FBI. Well, I don't even go there. I'll say the police. They prioritize mm-hmm. people based on who they're most concerned about. Now, this mm-hmm. woman was, sounds like, brutally murdered in the tub on her wedding night. And I can't help but think if this had been somebody that looked like a Barbie, this would have been a whole different mm-hmm. situation. But this is a Latina couple. Her children, I would assume, are Latin uh, descent as well. How is it that nobody can find this man? This happened in 2012? Are you kidding me? Something ain't right. That's crazy. I'm just saying, something ain't um, right. I, I agree with you on that. What you saying about the pop? What you think? How well they know each other? Hmm, that's a good question. Because you know, a lot of people have these. A lot of people have these shotgun weddings because they're having some great sex. You know what I mean? And like, oh my God, damn, we we gotta get married. Oh my God, I just wanna wanna fuck you every day. You know, kind of thing. And then the shit goes south with the first argument. That's that's what's heavy about those shotgun weddings, you know. Mm. It's like, you know, once the thrill is gone. It's long gone, huh? And she goes with it. <laughs> long gone. Yeah, that was, that's just messed up. But yeah. I, I stand by my opinion. Because I think because they are a Latin couple that this is not a high priority. Until it finally, somebody must have kicked up some dust about it. Mm-hmm. And now the FBI says, oh, we're going to put him on the most wanted list. Well, it took you right. how many years? Right. Uh, what, seven, 10? Seven years. Seven, seven, years. seven years to finally do this? Mm-hmm. How long would yeah. it take us to put Five minutes? Wow. If that long. We put motherfuckers yeah. on the crystal list for five minutes. Because we know how yeah. to prioritize. And then they upped the um the ante. That's with a hundred thousand now finally went up to two hundred and fifty thousand. Yes. Mm. Crazy. Well mm. I hope they find him. But all right. Yeah, we'll keep I agree. Yeah. yeah, that was wild. I'm mad now over that one. <laughs> they made yeah, me cool. angry. All right, Papa mm-hmm. Didi. Over to you. All right, this what this is got? interesting because this kinda it's home for me because I know a few people that I used to work with through the years that live in Florida now. And these jokers went up there and retired up there like everything is so hunky-dory. You know, but, but just recently, the NAACP, they set up a Florida travel ban. You know, it's less about traveling and more about, you know, black voters. You know, they NAACP travel advised for, for black people considered a considering a visit or a move to Florida has less to do with potential travel, but more to do with rallying black residents of the state to uh, counter Republican-led politics and everything else that got to do with that state right now. I mean, that state is like, they're they're anti-everything, anti-gay, anti-this, anti-that. You know, you, you can't do anything in that state. Ron DeSantis is losing his mind about every little thing going on, and, and black folks are walking around there like they just part of all that. When they don't realize that that state don't want to do, those jokers even talking about Disney World up there. You know what I mean? They're even saying he's someone, yeah, well, they, I, I quote Ron DeSantis saying they've been on their own, they're talking about Disney has been on their own for the last 
50, 60 years, but it's a new sheriff in town. Now, what do you mean by a new sheriff in town? First of all, when people go to Florida, they go down there to go to Disney World. They don't give a shit about you. They don't. They sure don't check in with you or check out with you when they're leaving. So what? What do you and your politics and your 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 um your gay badgering and your homophobia? What's that got to do with somebody taking a child to Disney World? And why do you feel like you're going to take over Disney World? And then Disney World got back at them saying they're scrapping a, a huge development they was going to build, which was like a billion dollars, which was going to implore like 2,000 people. They scrapped that. They said, all right, you want to fight? We can fight because we've been here for a minute. Mm-hmm. Now, Disney's, Disney's celebrating 50 years of – is it 50 years or 100 years? 50, uh-huh. I think it's 50 years. In Disney World, they celebrate. Well, last time I know it's at least fifty years, but the Santos is only forty-four years old, so <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, were there before him? Before him, they've been. They were. They were there six years before he was swimming around in somebody's strotum sack. You're you're forty-four, and they've they've been there for fifty years. So how are you all of a sudden thinking you're going to come in and and step on a giant like that? My goodness, you know Disney World progresses every year people have babies every time somebody has babies disney world is doing well because mm-hmm. the people people's thing is eventually to take their child to disney world you know so and they're the second largest employer in florida exactly so what, what do you i don't understand what are you saying what do you you know what do you think you're and then you're only going to be mayor but for so long mm-hmm you know, what's going to happen when you leave? Everything's going to go back to normal. And now he's running for president. And, and this is all in lieu of what we're talking about as far as they're telling. NAACP is telling people, look, moving to Florida is not a good idea. I don't care if you're in Jacksonville, Orlando, Sanford, the Keys, wherever. It don't matter. It's, it's run by one governor who's really... Losing his mind. They ought, they ought to do the same thing for Texas. You know, Texas has got the same thing with that Governor Abbott up there. You know, they're, they're doing the same thing. And I don't know. People just need to see the light. I think some people need to really look and play some of Martin Luther King's old sayings and old teachings because this has all been spoken on before. Because back in the day, there was a man named Governor Wallace, okay, who was the governor of Alabama. And he gave Martin Luther King just as much hell it's more hell than Ron DeSantos is doing right now. And Martin Luther King said it over and over again, you know, over and over again. You know, God has not left, not yet turned this world over to Governor Wallace. Governor Wallace was a... Oh, he was a mess. He was a mess. You're talking about a, a stone to the cold, to the bone hater? That yeah. man was racist. From every fiber, because he was of his in the loop. Body. A lot of these people are, and still relative to the story, a lot of these people are in a loop. And this is what the NAACP is saying: a lot of these white folks mm-hmm. only learn what they learned in their life, and they're repeating it over and over again. Marjorie Taylor Greene, she only knows what she knows, and repeating it all over again. And then they accept a person like what's the other guy, Santos in New York, that was lying. Oh in. yeah, yeah, George Santos. Just lied his ass off into a Congress job. And they sit back and let it happen. Now we get pulled over and get shot at a traffic light. This man goes all the way into Congress on a complete lie, and he's still there today. There's something totally wrong with everything going yeah, on. Yeah, the system is jacked. I don't understand. 
Anyway, but anyway, the NAACP is telling people, look, it's under your own own discretion how you want to handle your Florida situation. You're going to go there for entertainment, go there, get entertained, go to Disney World, Universal Studios, whatever, and get out of there. That place is not beneficial to our health and welfare. And you're hearing that from the NAACP itself. So keep on defying it. Keep on patronizing white folks like you do up there. And, and watch what happens, because they're just ignorant. They're on a loop. They All they know is that their grandfathers and great-grandfathers taught them and passed down about black people, and they repeat it over and over again. Yeah, watch them black folks. Yeah, them black folks. Yeah, all they know. That's all they know. It's all repeated. They haven't. They don't have no broad knowledge or no broad teaching or no wonderful mannerism or was raised by decent people like black folks were. So, well, You know, DeSanto's latest thing now is he signed some legislation to require a, a course for people graduating from high school and college that they have to pass this course of what he calls American history or the history of America or something. Mm-hmm. And he has a study guide that goes with this, right? you got to learn all this material to pass the test. But what's interesting is that this so-called history of America begins like around 1877, Mm-hmm. Post slavery, post everything. So they deliberately it, it just xed out the At history of slavery from that time frame, going all the way back to when English people came here. They just skipped all of that and figured, all right, let's just wipe. Started wash. seventy-seven, which is, which is if you're a person of a certain age like myself. Your, your great-grandparents was living yeah. further back than then. But the point is, they're just saying, let's not even discuss or teach or talk about slavery. Because it was because vicious that's back just, then. Yeah, that's just vicious. too much. So they don't want, we're just going to act like, oh, it's, let's just not even talk about that. I mean, this is once again the whitewashing that's of the, that's black the loop. facts. See, that's where their loop begins. And they don't want to get deep back that's then because the then they got, to, they got to talk about the Civil War and the North and the South and the slavery and how black yeah. people got guns. They're just going to skip all of that. They're going to skip all that because they don't want to get that deep. And the sad part about it is that nothing's being done for it to be enforced, but Jews will not let you forget about the Holocaust. Oh, no. And see, he's accusing, DeSantis is accusing everybody who he calls woke his favorite word, that he doesn't even know what it means. But everything and everyone that he labels woke, he claims that woke people are indoctrinating people of this country. And I'm like, look at what you're doing. What's the difference? Even if wokeness was indoctrinating people, you're putting together a fake-me-out history course that you're going to force on anybody who's graduating, and you think wokeness is indoctrinating people? See, this is the thing. That's the trick. They do stuff that they accuse others of and then act like, oh, I'm not doing that. It's all of y'all. He is so full of crap, man. DeSantis is going to be on the top of the kiss it list from now on. Yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> How do you get paired up with him on us? What was that, Heather? What's that? Do they understand what woke means? No, he doesn't because no, it's not, not woke is not anything that they started or generated. <laughs> they're just using another oh, word they heard God. from another ethnicity that they're trying to put their own spin on. So it's pretty That's heavy. Crazy. They That's act crazy. like anything that has to do with fairness to anything or anyone that is non-white is wokeness. Mm-hmm. 
You know, mm-hmm. if you're trying to get some fairness or some equal rights for somebody that is a person of color, you're woke, according to them. Like, mm-hmm. they, they just don't get it. I just want to smack okay. every time, smack somebody every time they start misusing the word woke. Mm-hmm. We need okay. to just knock them out and say, now, are you woke now? <laughs> Anyway, speaking of atrocities, Mississippi, going down south, a little boy named Adarian Murray, 11-year-old Mississippi boy, came inches, just inches, from losing his life this week when he was shot in the chest by a Mississippi police officer. Now, this little boy, Adarian Murray, was calling 911 to help his mother, who was involved in a domestic disturbance with the father of, well, I'll put it this way, with one of her baby daddies. She was going through some stuff. The man showed up at 4 in the morning out out in front of the house, out there acting a fool. So she told her 11-year-old, call 911. So once the boy called 911, the police came, and somehow the police officer said, everybody come out the house. So when the little boy comes out the house, as soon as he turned the corner, the cop shot him right in the chest. And now the attorney for the family of this child is saying there's no way in the world this cop or anybody else could mistake this 11-year-old child as an adult. So you can't even say, oh, I thought it was, you know, the man or or the boyfriend or whatever. He's 11. And I saw a photo of him standing next to the attorney. They're not the same height. That boy is at least a good maybe two feet shorter than Mm -hmm. an average height adult. So, I mean, and it was so bad because once he got shot at first, he didn't even realize it. And then when he realized it, uh, his mother was, uh, you know, compressing the wound. The boy was laying there bleeding out. She's trying to put, you know, pressure on the on the wound. The boy, bless his heart, was laying there singing gospel songs and praying while his mother is trying to save his life. Mm-hmm. And this cop is still working. And I'm, I, that's the other part I don't understand. And he's black. Yeah. And he's black on top of that. The cop is black? The cop is black. Oh, my God. And they, only because they showed him. Now, any time, any other time, the other they wouldn't have showed. They wouldn't have showed. Right, exactly. See? But being a black cop, we, we, got, we got a picture of the cop. We're going to show you a cop. And boom, there he is. The narrative toward black people is always a wide open situation. That's not no, right. Nobody hiding, nobody saying we won't show him down because it's under investigation. No. They put his black ass picture right there on T V just to just to calm down the narrative, what they think is calming down the, the narrative. But but they're all blue. Mm. They're blue. I mean that's yeah, like saying that the ones in Memphis that beat up that, that young man not long ago, they were all black, so what difference does it make? Yeah, that's true. You know they're you know they're patronizing their white police officers and acting like them and doing what they do. So hell, we can't trust them either. Color ain't got nothing to do with it. 
Well, Adarian was taken to the University of Mississippi Medical Center in Jackson where he was given a chest tube and placed on a ventilator. Turns out he had a collapsed lung, fractured ribs, and a lacerated liver, but he got released on Wednesday, and he's slowly Hmm. recovering. Hmm. I'm like, thank God, because if that boy had died, this would have been a whole different story. I'm sure he's still in the woods. Oh, I'm sure. And I'm sure he'll probably be traumatized for the rest of his life over that. I know his mother is. So her attorney is saying it's not okay for a cop to do this and get away with it. So they're trying to, you know, bring all this attention to it. Uh, the, The cop's name is Greg Capers. So put him on the kiss it list. Greg Capers, C-A-P-E-R-S. He's been placed on paid administrative leave, but he has not been charged in the shooting of this child. So the family is requesting to see the body cam. Well, the family is asking for the body cam footage, but they've been denied Mm -hmm. because the police say it's an ongoing investigation. This was in Mississippi. Okay. Yes, that's what they do. Yeah. Well, I hope they're able to Yeah. But I think black and white uh, cops are trying to extinguish blacks, period. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, it depends. To me, things like that depends on the way you live the state. They're just trying to extinguish us, period. Yeah. That's the sad part about it. Wow. I just I just read an article uh, yesterday or no today about and I forgot what city a black cop tased an 11 year old girl because she and two of her friends were in a store shoplifting. He I guess he was he was on a security detail there. He saw her. He said something to her or called her or told her to put the stuff whatever it was. He said something to her and she ignored him. He claims he spoke to her or gave her a command three times, and when she didn't adhere to his command, with her, she said, I mean, he said she was 10 feet away from him. He hit her with the taser. I'm like, that's a child. And while she was laying on the ground after she fell out, he stood over her and said, this is why black people don't have grocery stores in their own neighborhoods. I'm like, well, see, that's what, like what Kettle was saying. It doesn't seem to matter. These cops are black or white. They're all blue. How are you going to tase a child and then say some crap like that while she's laying on the floor zapped? Hmm. Oh, boy. It's too much. Too How much. was the child again? Uh, she was 11. Wow. Well, she is. She yeah. didn't die. She is 11. I'll have to see uh-huh. if I can find out what city that was in. This it's, is the kind it's, of it's like, you know, um, the people that are in authority, like cops or teachers or whatever, they don't try to discipline the child. They just take action. You know, because there's been some teachers in doing some crazy stuff, beating up on students and stuff like that. I guess they like, enough is enough. I'm tired. But yeah. come on now, people on a certain age, I mean, you should be able to try to talk to somebody or discipline them in, in a different manner, not in that way. It's just, just, you know, we just seem like we don't have no solutions to things. We just 
take action and that's it and deal with the consequences later. Yeah, that seems to be how folk are rolling. Uh, well, I guess we'll take a quick break, and then we're coming back with Kettle, who's going to give us some uh, needed cocktails of the week. It has been rough week, this week. 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 Yeah, the week, week, week. All right, on the other side of the break, coming back with the cocktail of the week. It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier, or is it Misery Loves Company, or whichever. Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen, or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe, I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. Hi, welcome back to John Party. I'm with you. Papa D.D. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Woo. Bonsoir, darling. Yes. All right, kettle. Folks are thirsty. It's time for the cocktail of the week. 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 Ooh, what you got for us this All week? Right. So there's a lot going on this week, and it's a long weekend, and some folks don't have to go to work on Monday. Um, I'm going to give you two cocktails, and uh, they're going to be just right for this weekend. This first one is called the Backyard Cooler. 1.5 ounces of aviation American gin. Yes, we're going gin. Ha-ha. Um, uh, 0.5 ounces of grapefruit juice. That's for you, Papa. 0.5 ounces of lime juice. 0.5 ounces of simple syrup. And top it off with the club soda. So we're going to combine all the ingredients except the club soda into a cocktail shaker with ice. Shake, then strain into a glass with ice and top it with the club soda. And, of course, you have to have that um, beautiful grapefruit half of a wheel into that glass. And that's called the backyard cooler. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one more. <laughs> I got one more for you. Watermelon summer. Also with the same type of gin or the gin of your choice, um, the aviation American gin, 1.5 ounces of that, 0.75 ounces of watermelon juice, 0.75 ounces of lime juice, 0.5 ounces of simple syrup, and 0.25 ounces of simple, uh, I'm sorry, triple sec liqueur. Also, um, you have to have uh, watermelon chunks of garnish. So combine all these ingredients into a cocktail shaker with ice, shake, and then strain into a glass with ice and um, the watermelon chunks. And that is called the watermelon summer. So, watermelon yeah. summer? Yep. Hello. 
That's saying hello to summer. <laughs> that sounds really good. I like that. They both sound good. The backyard cooler and the watermelon summer. All right. Cocktail of the week is brought to you by Kettle and our parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment. Thank you so much for that, Kettle. That was a good one. Getting ready for the long week. All right, Papa Didi. Ooh, you know what's up. What's popping? Wow. Well, I tell you what, it's finally coming to light what um, Ron DeSantos was saying about the dates and all that he want people to get the lesson on things. You know, he's trying not to go back in the area where he knew it was dark back then. And it's so sad because I just, I don't know, I just, I've been preaching for a long time that um, the Civil War and slavery and all that stuff was not long ago, you know? Lincoln and his presidency wasn't that long ago. I mean, you think of, you could think of, of time and say, okay, he was the middle 1800s like that, but that wasn't long ago because you might have brothers and sisters that was born in the middle 1900s. I mean, some people got a brother and sister born in 1945, 46, stuff like that. So it was 100 years ago, you know, from that time frame. I mean, it's over 100 and 170, 180 years ago now, but that's still no time. You know, time time passing that really makes a difference is the, the time of the dinosaurs and shit and the, uh, you know, all that shit back then, you know, Noah's Ark and all that old shit, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. but uh, slavery and, and uh, stuff like that, I mean, you, you figure when uh, Tulsa was burned, you know, in the early 1900s, that's when white, that's when black folks had just started thriving from being slaves, The par- their parents were slaves. And they started thriving because they 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 own their mass. My goodness, anything they did, they mastered it. Cause they did it for free for years. So if they was fixing the footing on horses or anything, you name it, carpentry, electricians. But then you had these immigrants coming over here back then. You know, the Italians and the Irish, they the ones that started all the crap because they wanted jobs. And blacks was like, yo, I ain't got no job. If I get a job, I'm going to give it to my brother or sister. I ain't giving it to you. So they get barbaric, start drinking because they was drinking. They were getting drunk over in Europe. So they come over America and they're going to still get drunk and walk around being vagrants and all because, hell, to get over to get over from Europe Back then, that was just a boat ride. They showed that in Titanic. That's what Leonardo DiCaprio was doing, riding on the Titanic, you know? He wasn't doing nothing special. I think he got a ticket on that on that boat just on a poker game. In the very beginning, he won a damn poker game and got a ticket on the Titanic. So back then, it didn't take no no big, like, like it is over in, in uh, Texas where you got immigrants by the thousands coming over there. Back then, people come over to America like it wasn't shit and just migrate like it wasn't nothing. That's why I hear all these people now that got successful. Yeah, my parents was immigrants. And he talk about it like it's such a 
common thing. But then you got people now that won't let immigrants in. So how you got one level of people talking about how, yeah, I own seven restaurants and I, I'm the child of, 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 of Italian immigrants and now you ain't let motherfuckers in. So what, they, what is it, cut off now? I don't understand. I don't understand that to save my life. You can see, actually put people on buses and send them to D.C. and Philadelphia and say, ah, they came over there, immigrants, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm sure that Governor Abbott has some immigrants in his part, working in, in that Capitol building. Somebody immigrated over here 40 years ago. Or the children of immigrants. So they don't know who to turn in or who to turn down or who to turn back. This shit been going on for years. So what do you think you're doing now different that ain't, you know, it's just amazing. That whole immigration thing is just, it's a mess because the ones that got over here ain't talking. They're even being prejudiced toward people that are trying to get over here now because they got jobs and all. Remember the girl that was running for uh, that job in, um, in Virginia. Virginia, yeah. Remember that girl? She's a cop. Oh, remember yeah, she yeah. lost Vega. Vega, yeah. Vega. I, I remember, remember her? her. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, her father couldn't even fucking speak English. This is my father. Remember he had that fat neck talking? Hi, this is my dad. Dad, yo, you, you gonna win. You gonna win. Her father was just as ignorant to English as it wasn't funny. And he was an older guy. Mm-hmm. But he ain't no jack. So she just got his ass over here. But he's cool because now the daughter's cool. She's born in America. She's an American immigrant. But everybody else beyond her is what? Not allowed? And she was just now running. What, what was she running for? Some kind council? of Congress person or was whatever? Congress or yeah, something. Or something. She's running for Congress, but everybody else ain't allowed in. And, and her and her non-speaking ass family can't even speak English and shit, but they're, they're cool. But now the, the descendants of them aren't cool no more? Boy, I tell you, boy, all them people out there, Spanish, Asian, you name it, that are trying to get over here, boy, they some racist motherfuckers to their own people. Because they don't want their modern-day people to come over, but them motherfuckers is here and been here. So what are you going to do? I'll leave that alone. I understand. It does make you wonder. Because everybody like, gets on TV who, says... But who gets to decide, okay, you're acceptable, mm-hmm. people from this country, you're okay, but people from this country, no. We don't want you. And we never hear the story of the person that got four restaurants in Key West, Florida, and when you interview them in this nice restaurant that won a, what's it called, James Beard mm-hmm. Award and all that shit. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I'm an immigrant. I came over here 30 years ago. My parents came over as an immigrant. Okay, well, there you go. The same motherfuckers in the water right now in Texas doing the same shit your parents did. So what's the difference? I don't get it. Okay. I'm going to leave it alone. Whew. Papa Didi fired up. I'm going to leave it alone. All, All right, Kevin. Drop the mic. Drop the mic, yeah. baby. <laughs> yes, indeed. Drop that thing. It's time to lighten mm-hmm. it up. Woo. Got to lighten it up. Oh, my goodness. It's time for the weird news. And I'm up first. I got the bears barging into a Connecticut bakery. This is out of Avon, Connecticut. A hungry black bear, it would be a black bear, a hungry black bear barged into the garage of a Connecticut bakery, scared the employees, and helped itself to 60 cupcakes before it finally left. 
workers at Taste by Spellbound in the town of Avon were loading up cakes for a van delivery on Wednesday when the bear showed up. Uh, they said that there's about 1,000 to 1,200 black bears living in Connecticut. I didn't know that. Um they said there's sightings last year is about with sightings last year in 158 of the state's 169 towns. So it looks like it's more bears than people up there. Uh, bakery owner Miriam Stephens Stevens wrote in an Instagram post that she heard her employee Maureen Williams screaming bloody murder and yelling that there was a bear in the garage. Uh, so they were shouting trying to scare the bear off. But the bear retreated and then came back three times. And then William said the the bear charged at her, so she backed on up. <laughs> I don't blame her. She backed on out of the garage uh, and ran. Uh, so the surveillance video shows that the bakery workers were walking around the side of the business trying to scare the bear and then running away after the bear scared them. So on the video, you can see the bear dragging a container of cupcakes out of the garage into the parking lot where the bear sat out in the parking lot right where he stole the cupcakes and ate every one of them. Sixty. Not ten or twenty. This bear ate sixty cupcakes. I said, you got to be a bold bear. You're going to go... Yeah, you're going to go in there and steal the stuff out of the bakery and then sit right in their parking lot and eat them in their face. <laughs> I guess that bear said, what you going to do? I'm eating every one of them. Uh, 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 that's great. Wow. Bear's mm-hmm. going wild. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Almost like the bear that uh, uh, ingested the uh, cocaine. <laughs> Oh Lord, that's a cocaine bear. Might be yeah, a friend. Of they his. made it. They made it into a movie. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. This might be the weed bear because he had some serious munchies. The way he broke up in that bakery <laughs> and ate all those cupcakes. <laughs> all right, we're gonna keep it moving. Uh, let's see who's up. Kettle, you're up next. What you got? Yeah. Uh, in Marion, Illinois. Okay, they're in Illinois right now. Um, man steals backhoe for a ten mile drive to uh Illinois airport. He catch a flight while well, he was running late. A southern oh, Illinois man has been charged with theft for allegedly stealing. Allegedly, right? <laughs> a backhoe to drive about ten miles to an airport to catch a flight. Uh security camera, see? Caught on camera. Uh shows uh um Carbondale man arriving at a Veterans Airport uh, of Southern Illinois atop a backhoe and leaving it in the airport parking lot. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Footage. Here we go again. Footage captured the man walking across the street from the lot to the airport lobby carrying a guitar case. <laughs> the owner of the backhoe arrived at the airport a short time later and identified the equipment as belonging to his company. The sheriff's office said the Owner said the machine, typically used to move large debris, had been parked at a job site. And no, he didn't make his flight. <laughs> After God. all that, you gonna tell the backhoe you still didn't make the dang old flight, you dummy. How fast does a backhoe go? Because ten miles, if you're riding on, I'm thinking, is it like a a lawnmower type speed, a riding mower? 
So that must have taken him a little bit to ride 10 miles on that thing. I guess the cops weren't chasing him because they would have surely caught him if they saw him on the road. But who knows? Oh, well. Who thinks of that? I'm going to steal a backhoe trying to make a flight. That's so strange. But all right. Over to you, Papa Didi. Yeah, there's some crazy stuff here. <laughs> They're all crazy. What's your weird name? Anyway. This happened in Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. A man was shot. A man shot his roommate after accusing him of eating the, in the last Hot Pocket. Wow. Now, now just show you, it should, just, that should, when you see Hot Pockets, that just show you the habit of these jokers, okay? It's the kind of shit they eat. Anybody sit back and eat them damn things. Whew. And you get mad enough to shoot mm, somebody mm, else mm. on the one? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that crap that's in their toilet. <laughs> they're just, they're, that just, they're, they're just, their digestive system has got to be rank. Mm. Anyway, a man in Kentucky's largest city is facing criminal charges after allegedly shooting his roommate during a dispute over the last hot pocket. The guy's name is Clifton Williams. He's 64 years old. Oh, come on, man. Why are you 64 eating hot pockets? Where, where, where the fuck is your girlfriend? Where the fuck is your wife? Damn. Hey, man, what's his name? I'm putting him on the kissing list. Clifton Clifton who? Williams, 64. Williams. Okay. Rested on assault charges Sunday after after uh, he accused the roommate of eating their last hot pocket and attacking him, shooting him in the buttocks. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So Louisville Metro Police Department officials told uh, WLKY-TV, according to police, Williams stated, uh, started throwing towels at the man that he realized the last microwavable turnover was gone. And then he shot him in the buttocks as he tried to escape, a TV reporter reported. Williams is, is uh, prohibited from uh, contacting the victim who was taken to the uh, University of uh, Louisiana Hospital, treated by a, lot, a non, non-life-threatening uh, injury. His bond was set at $7,500. Wait, you, I, I just, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm rewinding that. You said he his roommate? Yeah, roommate. And this man is 64. 64, yeah. And you have a roommate. Okay, how y'all living? Well, they didn't, it didn't say when I did live in the Salvation Army, Goodwill, <laughs> whatever. It could be it could be that kind of shit. I mean, you you know, when I hear roommate, I'm thinking of, like, people college age, maybe 30. No, yeah, right. When but after 64. that, it's like, come on, 64? Yeah. And y'all fighting mm. over a hot pocket? No, that's some real ratchet shit. What's wrong with it? Yeah, that's some ratchet shit going on there. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. I heard it all, man. Oh, my goodness. I'm mm-hmm. just asking, how are y'all living? Yeah, what Liz city was this in? Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. Okay, Louisville. What's up? Holla <laughs> at your girl. In living color. <laughs> that's not right. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And then we're coming back with, I'm just saying, I got one for y'all tonight, so don't move. This is the Pajama Party coming to you live. What's on your mind? 
Call us on 914-803-4306. Got an opinion or just want to say hello to the crew? Hello! You know what to do. Call 914-803-4306. If you just want to listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the banner in the upper right corner. But if you want to talk to the crew, you need to call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We'll get to your call as soon as possible. It's nothing but fun and a pillow fight every Friday night at the Pajama Party. And remember, PJs only, no clothes allowed. Now back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Bartender, another round for the house. Thank you, darling. Hi, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of your Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, uh, Red Wine, what you got to say about it? You know what? Tonight, I want to tell you all about this. Uh My question is, since when was slavery a game? Right? When was slavery a game? Now, the Google Play Store has announced that they are no longer featuring a game called the Slavery Simulator. You heard me right. The Slavery Simulator. It was a downloadable game that you could get on the Google Play Store. Now, this game allowed users to buy and exchange and sell black slaves, enslaved black characters. So let that sink in. Okay, now, first of all, who even knew about this game being out there? And who even thought inventing it in the first place was a good idea? I mean, really, a slavery simulator? It turns out Brazil's public prosecutor office was looking into uh, all of this uh, and how the game ended up on the Play Store app in the first place. Now, I found it interesting that Brazil is the one who would, who was uh, spearheading the investigation into how did a slavery simulator end up in the Google Play Store. So according to CNN, Google withdrew the app, which was created by a company called Magnus Games. And yes, they are on the kiss it list. Uh, they, the, the Google withdrew the game after, uh, after the platform and the game developers found themselves in the center of all kind of criticism and stuff by social media users in Brazil. And at least the Brazilian people on social media seem to have some kind of morals and, you know, the whole, so uh, what do you call it, the compass, the moral compass and all of that. They seem to be on top of it. Um, and apparently Google was either asleep at the wheel or got caught being slick. I don't know which yet. But how in the world could Google not know that you had a foul game like this on your platform? I mean, surely somebody had to have approved it from Google. I mean, because if that's the case, if anybody can just upload games to the platform without Google even knowing or reviewing or approving it, then you know it would be like the wild, wild west for real on the Google Play Store. So I'm not buying this whole thing of, oh, well, you know, we didn't even know. Bullcrap. Somebody in Google's organization knew about it, greenlit it, stamped it with the stamp of approval, and that daggone thing ended up on that on that uh, platform. So 
I'm just saying, how how did and when did slavery become a game? Now, there's nothing about slavery that should ever be any form of entertainment at any level. Haven't black people been through enough? I mean, just living through slavery. And some some brain brain dead genius came up with this idea at Magnus Games and said, yeah, let's build a slavery simulated game. Yeah, my question to them is, how come you didn't do a Holocaust simulator? Not at all. Is anybody doing that? I bet you won't find it. They won't go but there. yet, Google allowed a slavery simulator, and these people at Magnus Games created this mess. I'm just saying, when did slavery become a freaking game? It is nothing cute about it. Anybody who came up with a, if somebody came up with a Holocaust simulator, those folk would be run out of town, tarred and feathered, and thrown under the jail, called everything but a child of God. But this app got released on April 20th, and it was downloaded over a thousand times before it got removed on Wednesday of this week. So that's almost a month over. That's a little over a month that this atrocity of a game stayed available on Google's app. And, of course, there was all kind of racist comments that were, you know, when you have those apps and you can put your uh, reviews and stuff under a game or anything you download, people put comments. So you got a bunch of racist comments out there. And, again, Google was saying, like, oh, I didn't know, we didn't know. Liar. Bullcrap. Liar. Like I said, this game, it even went so far as to give instructions on how to be a wealthy enslaver or you could choose to be an abolitionist. So you had to pick. Do you Are you like working against the slaves or are you working for the slaves? You know, it was that kind of thing. Pick which one character you're going to be. It gave instructions as to how you can, you know, build up your wealth with your slaves, how to, all kind of stuff. It said something would pop up during the game saying stuff like, you need more guards. Uh, you know, you need to uh, make sure that your slaves don't run away because you lose wealth when they run away. And then it's some kind of way it would value uh, do an uh, valuation of the slaves that you had. I mean, this thing went deep into this whole simulation. And I, I'm just disgusted all over again just telling y'all about this mockery. But I'm glad that it's gone, and I'm putting Magnus Games on the kiss it list. And I look, this is red wine, and I'm just saying, slavery was never and will never be a game. And these people should be, should be, they should be tried in court for even coming up with this. Ain't nobody laughing about slavery. Why is this a game? It's not the black folks anyway. That's all I'm saying. Put them on the kiss it list from now and forevermore. Slavery game. I ain't never heard any mess like that in my life. That's crazy. I just thought, like you said, I don't understand how how things get green lit like that. No. I'm not buying that Google saying, oh, they just weren't aware of it. Right. And it's messed up that it was the people in Brazil who actually came across it and said, this has got to go. Mm-hmm. U.S. 
United States, I guess was, I don't, I don't know. I guess we're so focused on a bunch of other things that are distracting everybody that this just slid on by. So I'm grateful that the Brazilian mm-hmm. spotted it and called it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Huh. The world in which we live is getting more ratchet by the day. All right. Mm-hmm. Where are we going? <clears throat> Living for the city. You ready, Papa Didi? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Let's go with Papa Didi. Let's you know, get on funny, your soapbox. Well, you said that because it, it, it put to mind something when you when you said about uh, how the uh, you know how the Jews and the Holocaust would never go along with anything like that. Which going to show you that, uh, and they show it too the way they shut people down just because nobody wants to be accused even coming near it. The time frame when the two guys, especially when black people say something about it, they're just so fast to cancel their asses. They're not even funny because over the last year, they canceled both uh, Kyrie Irving and uh, your boy that was married oh. to uh, Kim oh, Kanye. Kanye, yeah. <clears throat> just crucified the two of them, raked them over the coals, and then make it so bad, no matter what kind of relationship you have with your different sponsors, Soon you say something of a Jewish nature, the sponsors will just drop you because they don't give a shit about Kanye. They want to look good in front of the Jews. You know, Adidas dropped Kanye like it wasn't shit because they want to look good in front of the Jews. You know, they just want they want the Jews to say, yeah, wow, boy, Adidas dropped him. Boy, they got rid of that Negro, blah, 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 blah. You know, in support of their cause because everything is a cause nowadays. I just cannot put religion over top the validity of what 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 people stand for in in their societies, you know, especially when it's strongly financial financially based, you know, like the like the Jewish uh, religion is, you know, strongly financial based. Not even it's so financially based it's not even talked about. You know what I'm saying? It's just happening. And the people that's down with it and with it, they're just carrying that torch just as strong. And, and God bless their belief. But if you don't give a shit about slavery, then why should people give a shit about you? You know? Because thank God we all can talk about it because we didn't witness that particular time frame. But I got news for you. My ancestors suffered like a motherfucker, not just with slavery, but with racism, not allowed to play baseball, football, anything. Through the years, talk to people like that are dead now. You know, talk about talk talk to uh, Bill Russell and Jim Brown that just passed away, or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Talk to them three brothers about how shit was back then. You know, so I don't think anybody should say anything about anything. And and I'm not a person that if I say something that's negative or sounds negative, you're not gonna take Adidas from me because I ain't got fucking Adidas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I live paycheck to paycheck. So what the fuck are you going to take from me? And I ain't putting nobody down with nothing. I'm comparing. I'm saying that your situation ain't no worse than my situation. And if you don't give a fuck about my situation, then vice versa. Because I have, I, I, I go to the black cemeteries and I see unmarked graves of slaves that were, that were buried in a capacity level. By bulk, 
after they got done with them and trained them off and fucked the wives and, and just sold the children off and just raped the women and all kind of shit went on. Are you kidding me? But you motherfuckers don't want to talk about that. That doesn't even have a, a platform. If you don't go down to the damn, the the, the National Museum in D.C., you won't even see that shit. You got to go somewhere where it's specifically at. But other groups want you to, to witness their stuff, see their stuff, celebrate their shit, celebrate their everything. And I'm not just picking on any particular religion. I'm saying everybody. Everybody's so pre- preoccupied with their thing that they won't focus on black stuff. But they want black folks to pay attention to their shit. And I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. If you want people to believe in your ancestors being 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 just just crucified, then believe in our ancestors being crucified. Because everybody was fucked up back then. Everybody got Shanghai and bullshitted and everything else. And I think the blacks and Jews got more in common than, than people think they do. The modern day modern day Jewish people don't believe that, but but people born in the twenties and the thirties, they followed the Jews. Because the Jews the what the one advantage the Jewish had, even though people hated them as a people, but they had white skin to protect them. You know? That's why when black folks moved in these neighborhoods after the Jews moved out, they was able to follow the Jews because the Jews had white Again, they were white people. So until you knew their last name or their religion or, or their cause, you know who the fuck they was. They're white just like the next white person. White is white. You know? <clears throat> Sometimes you don't, you don't know what not a person that you're making unless you hear their accent or you see them or they, they talk or, or have a Jamaican flavor about them. But hell, if they're a brown-skinned motherfucker, they just as black as the next motherfucker to open up their mouth, right? So, you know, <clears throat> that's just food for thought. I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Something to think about. But to your point, you mm-hmm. can't tell okay. just by looking at their complexion. Hell no. You just, you can't. No, but you see, can't. the thing is, like you said, Jewish people could just be assumed to be American white. American white. Whatever. American white. You know. All day. Judeo, Christian, whatever. But the thing is, we're always going to look black. We carry black like like uh, like our exactly like our ID and our wallet. You see a black person. That's right. And then, like you said, once they talk, you'll find out. Oh, you're from the island Mm -hmm. somewhere, or you have a British accent. You're from across the pond. Or or African, you see the the dress. I see people on Sunday. Going to church and they put on the African the the African garb and the, mm-hmm. the little top hat that matches the outfit. I said, oh, those are Africans living there. But other than that, I wouldn't know if black just seeing them in their regular shit with mm-hmm. brown skin out there putting out the trash or cutting the lawn. Anyway, yeah, you're right about that. All right, well, we're gonna take a break and uh, chew on that food for thought, and then we're coming back with kettle. And the Hollywood wrap-up. I'm looking forward to that. There's so much stuff happened this week, Carol. So I hope you got all the details because we're going to need it. Right. We'll be back sure. after the break. This is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. 
The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. And tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the Pajama Party. So call us now. And remember, it's PJs only. No clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Is it tea time, darling? Hi, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Gettle. Hello. And red wine. Well, so why, darling? Ooh, all this good food for thought. Pajama party is putting it down tonight. Better ask somebody. All right, Kettle. Mm-hmm. It's time for the Hollywood wrap-up with Kettle. And uh, take it away, Papa Didi, with the intro. Hello, me. Hey, come on with the intro. Mm, Hollywood. Hollywood. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I haven't heard this name in a while, but he's in the same boat with uh, uh, Eric. Uh, Hugh Grant, he gets a green light from the judge to sue the Sun Publishers. British actor Hugh Grant has been given the legal green light to proceed with his lawsuit against the parent company of The Sun over allegations it used illegal methods to gather information on him for stories. Wow, he has been in the Hollywood news in a while. Um, He is suing um, Rupert Murdoch's news group, newspapers, the NGN, over allegations the British tabloid was behind his home's burglary uh, in 2011 and tapped his phone. Wow. Hmm, interesting. So on Friday, local time judge uh, said the claim was made too late outside the six-year limit to civil cases. But um, he was just granted, um, you know, the okay to go ahead and sue him. Hey, I guess he... He said, I'm going to go see another judge. He said, bump that. <laughs> Somebody going to say okay. yes. So that's what happened. Kudos to you, Hugh Grant. Hey, I guess I, I like him as an actor. He's pretty good. Um, surprise, surprise. Haven't heard this name either in the uh, Hollywood news. Sia, Sia, the singer, the one that used to cover her face with her hair. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> She um, gave three gifts to her favorite, quote-unquote, survivor uh, contestant. This is, do you believe this is season 44? This is crazy. They've been on for a long time. Um, So it was five top people. You know, one major winner won a million dollars. The second person won $100,000. But the three people, um, you know, that were left in the top five didn't win anything. So those must have been her favorite contestants. So 
the um, third place, she gave them $100,000. And the other two, fourth and fifth, she gave them $15,000 each. So, kudos to Sia. Wow. Um, to Sia, yeah. Uh, hey, it must be her favorite show. show then. It <laughs> must be. I'm like, okay. I see she um, un- has uncovered herself, unveiled herself, so to speak, from her hair. So, um, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. About time. Also, yeah, it is. People, I mean, it was interesting because, you know, she was a mystery. So, you know, it was, like I said, it was interesting. Um, Celine Dion, um, she cancels tour dates as a result of her neurological disorder. Um, I'm trying to figure out why did she go back on tour. The Canadian singer announced the cancellation of the European leg of her Courage Tour world tour as she continues to battle this um, uh, uh, neurological disorder called stiff person syndrome. Um, She canceled the 2023 and 2024 dates. Um, I know she was supposed to be here in D.C. as well. That wasn't until next year. So, um, wow. But I thought her illness prevented her from singing. I guess I misunderstood it, but I remember when she did this uh, video announcement. Did y'all see that? She did this whole yeah. video announcement announcing her illness and saying that it affected her her throat or her voice and her ability to sing. Right. So I thought that meant from that point on she was done. Right. I, I guess, you know, it. people in their mind, they think they can do, you know, all things, you know, but... Uh... You know, a lot of times people go against what their doctors say. You say, I'm going to try one more time, I guess. And, uh, yeah, that's true. Probably in rehearsals, she wasn't able to, you know, keep up, you know. It's challenging on a tour. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Also, Britney Spears. heard her name in a few minutes. Reconciles with estranged mother after conservatorship battle. She says, time heals all wounds. Interesting. Okay. She said, my sweet mama showed up at my doorstep yesterday after three years. It's been such a long time. With families, there's always things that need to be worked out. That's true. So, um, three years, and seeing your mama? That's a lot. I mean, I don't know what's up with that. That's I, I don't want to say white folks, but that's white folks. That's what they do, I guess. <laughs> I it know. is. But I think that she was trying. I think she was trying to wait until the conservatorship was up, and I think her and her ex-husband that they are divorced, I believe. But um, I don't know. I think there was a jealousy thing as well. You know, I didn't get it. She should have given it to me. She gave it to the father. I mean, you know. So we don't know what they were battling. You know, the parents. So. But, uh, WP but drama. Go ahead. Yeah, but don't leave your child high and dry. That's, that's yeah. Also, um, unfortunate two passings um, within the last couple of weeks. Uh, James Nathaniel Brown, uh, Jim Brown as he was known, was an American football fullback, civil rights activist, and actor. He played for the Cleveland Browns, the National Football League, from 57 to 65. Um. He was born in St. Simmons Island, Georgia, and passed away May 18th in L.A. 
He was married twice. Um, yeah, came from Syracuse, Syracuse uh, College. He went to the Cleveland Browns. That's the only team he played for. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Wow. May 18th. Oh, Jim Brown. Brown. Yep. I, I still liked him, even though he was a Republican. <laughs> yeah. But it's all oh, was good. It? I didn't know and, that. Uh, yeah. He was all up Trump's behind, but anyway, so enough chapter in the book. Um, mm. Also, last but not least, uh, we lost a great uh, Tina Turner, was an American-born Swiss singer known as the Queen of Rock and Roll. She rose yes. to prominence as the lead singer of Ike and Tina Turner Review before launching a successful career as a solo performer. Turner began her career with Ike Turner's Kings of Rhythm, in 1957, uh, she died May 24th in Switzerland, where her home was, and she was uh, born in Brownsville, Tennessee, because her uh, real name was um, uh, Anna Mae Bullock. So, yeah, from the Bullock family. Yep, she she won a, uh, I think it's, I think they said nine Grammys. And, yeah, she has a whole long list of things. Um, yep. But my famous was um, what's the what what love has to do with it with uh, Angela Bassett. I think that was my famous film about Tina Turner. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Also, I, I um, think, one last. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say on the Tina Turner story. My favorite mm-hmm. song of hers is still uh, Nutbush City Lemon. She oh, okay. sang that thing. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> All right. Um, and last but not least, um, Jonathan Majors. He's back in the news. Besides crazy, cray-cray, acting crazy, the, the ex-girlfriend. Um, he is now being spotted uh, with making good, dating her. So, uh, surprise, surprise. Oh. Uh, that's, that's my Hollywood wrap-up for tonight. Mm-hmm. I'll keep you hanging. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, and what's up with him and Megan? But yeah, him and <laughs> I did not know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. He probably right. saw the lights in white. Yeah, he Last place they were spotted was at the Red Lobster. They weren't hanging out at the Red Lobster. Hey. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. He's like, I'm simple. <laughs> they yeah. trying to get that all-you-can-eat shrimp deal. <laughs> I guess in those, uh, what, what do you call them biscuits? What they, um, the butter biscuits or cheese biscuits? Oh. Cheddar. Cheddar the, biscuits. The cheddar garlic. Cheddar biscuits, yeah. There you go. Cheddar yeah. biscuits. <laughs> yeah, those, those biscuits are fire. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break, and then Papa Didi is going to uh, give us the kiss it list and break it on down. On the other side of the, you're say the kiss it list, on the other side of the break, it's the pajama party. Hey, this is Kettle with the yellow top. I'm waiting to hear from you tonight. I'm at the pajama party live. So you can reach us at 914-803-4306, or you can check us out on apajamaparty.com. I've got my opinions, but I want to hear yours. Papa Didi and Red Wine are trying to beat me down, so I need you to call back and back me up. I 
know you're out there. I can hear you breathing. So call me now. 914-803-4306. I'm right here on WBJP Blog Talk Radio. Waiting to hear from you. Uh, here to come. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Hi, welcome back to the Pajama Party. I'm one of those Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. In red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's now time for the world-famous Kiss It List. Uh, Papa Didi, if you could be so kind as to explain to the good people what exactly is the Kiss It List. Kiss It List is everybody been tripping lately, and they just showed acting the damn fool. All right. And, uh, man, I'm just looking at some here, but just the normal people, you know, that, are, that make it every week. Mm-hmm. Who you got? The governor, you know, Ryan DeSantis. I got uh, governor Tim Scott. Abbott. I want to see what he's going to do. You know, Governor Abbott. All these people, you know, it's almost like people go after the presidency like it's just some kind of a casual thing to do. You gotta understand that you're you'll be in charge of the whole free world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and they got nerd to, to put down women and say, Oh my God, can you can't trust a woman with that job. Oh my God. Oh but look all these other crazy ass white folks putting in for that shit. And they got nerd to knock do we trust a female as president. Mm-hmm. And you know DeSantis said that he wanted to make America more like Florida. Yeah. That's what he said. Make America like Florida because he thinks Florida has it going on. Yeah. Florida knows how to do things right. I mean, mm-hmm. white. And well, he wants to make America more like Florida. Well, I'll tell you what. He may talk about change in Disney World, but he ain't going to change Miami. And I bet he don't even hang down in Miami like that. Because he don't realize that those Miami jokers down there, shit. Oh, talk right about the keys. What are you going to do with all of the keys? You being all anti-LGBQ. Who do you no. think is up out in the keys enjoying yeah, life? Yeah, you know, some things he don't money. mess with. He don't mess with the keys. He don't mess with Miami. He don't mess with none of that stuff. He Tampa. need to go sit down. All right, who else we got? Oh, man. The uh, usual. For, um, first of all, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene will be uh, a resident of the Kiss It List. Mm-hmm. Um, and Trump. That boy from South Carolina, Lindsey Graham. Oh right. Don't leave him out, Lindsey Graham. But is ever changing every day. Something pop up, he got to put his face on the on the TV. Yeah, I'm thinking that. Really? He just vanishes. And Kevin McCarthy. What is he? Speaker of the House. Of the House, yeah. He's another spineless jellyfish. So he's on the kissing list. Uh, let's see. Who else you got, Papa D? The guys they're afraid to get rid of the congressman up there. Oh yeah, George Santos. So Santos, why, why ain't they not mess with him? And this boy getting paychecks every two weeks and living large. Mhm. Got good medical. You name it. Got yeah. everything. I don't know why they won't get rid got of that man. Got a staff of like twenty people. I I will never understand that one. You got the Texas uh, Republican Attorney General. His name is Ken Paxton. 
for having so many years of scandals that his own party is trying to impeach him. Yeah, that's another crazy one. You got the, what's this, the Magnus game? Oh, yeah, the people the who invented game it. Called the uh, Slavery Simulator. Yeah. Simulator. You got that cop that shot the uh, 11-year-old boy in Mississippi. Like I said, he's a he's a black man, by the way. And the mm. man that married and then killed his wife and been on the run for the last 10 plus years. Mm. You know, so. Also, I've got the bike-stealing Karen in New York. Yeah. Whatever her name, I'm calling her the bike-stealing Karen. Uh, you already said Marjorie Taylor. I think her first name was Sarah when I heard earlier. Okay. Uh, Clifton Williams. That's the 64-year-old man that shot his roommate over a hot pocket. I'm putting him on the kissing list. Him and his roommate. Like, what? what is up with y'all? So, uh, let's see who else we got. I think that's it. Mm. Oh, the FB. Mm, well, Greg I'm Capers. not going to look at that. Who's that? Greg Capers. Oh, right, right. That's, uh, wait a minute, who is that? Capers. We just said his name earlier. Greg Capers? No, Capers. I can't remember. Who is that again? But I, I have it. I'm not sure. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, mm-hmm. I know who that is. That's the cop that mm-hmm. shot the 11 year old boy in the chest. Oh, okay. That's who there that is. Go. Oh, Okay, uh, I don't have any more. Anybody else? Any more? Going one? That's it. Going twice. All right, well, for everybody on this week's Kiss, Kiss It list, we have a special gift, and here it is. Kiss my entire My ass. You can Right, welcome back to the John Party One News, Papa D in your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Well, we're down to the last word. We did what we came to do. We got it in. Gave you what we had. And now we're going to wrap it up. Papa Didi, what's your last word? My last word is, uh, you know, look at the icons that passed away. You know, Tina Turner and Jim Brown, two very well-known people, very well-known people that were just living their life and doing their thing. That uh, just a reminder that uh, death is inevitable. It's something everybody's going to experience it, so don't think you're going to die as that boat. Okay. So, 
God bless them both because they are truly icons in their own way. Civil rights, beating, you know, domestic violence and all that. They both had a story. So. All right. Well, my last word is we need to pay attention. I can't even use the word woke anymore because it's been abused so much. So I'm just going to say we as black people need to pay attention. That situation in Florida where the NAACP is trying to get people to pay attention to what's going on, the new laws, regulations, discrimination, exclusion, all of the ignorance going on, we need to pay attention. You can't just turn a blind eye and say, but they have good beaches and Disney World is there, so I'm just going to go. We got to stop doing that. That's why this kind of stuff continues to go on and on and on, because we don't pay attention. No, we don't. We just, you know, like when they call a boycott for something, we say, ah, yeah, but that is my favorite store. So I'm going to just go ahead and just get this and buy get that. I'm going to cross that picket line and I'm going to, you know, ignore the boycott. We got to stop that. You know, that's how we can get unity back and make some changes happen. Like they did back in the civil rights days. People stuck together. That's how things happen. But that's all I'm saying. We got to pay attention and do better. Cattle, what's your last word for tonight? Oh boy. Um we need to stay woke. Um from the DeSantis folks people in Florida to our own people, our own black folks. So, you know. Um just I'm don't wanna be distinguished. I still wanna be here and and carry on our race. Um, you can't be distinguished, so let's just stay woke. Yeah, and stay visible. Like you said, sometimes we get treated like we're invisible. We need to do what we got to do to stay visible. And I'm going to leave it at that. All right. All right. Well, that will do it for us for another edition of A Pajama Party. Uh, Papa D, you want to say good night? Yeah, good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. All right. And Kettle? Good night, and uh, stay woke. There you go. And this is Red Wine saying good night and pay attention. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, arrivederci, sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. Good night.